like you know, like they do in preseason before the the soccer season gets started, where they check your heart rate and all of these things. Yeah, they have yeah. you running on the treadmill. They should do all of that shit to this guy to find out exactly where does he get it from, because his delivery is absolutely phenomenal. His vocals are phenomenal. Welcome to another episode from Takedowns to Breakdowns with ANP. With the news of Lorna Shore being uh, put on the bill for Lollapalooza, which is... That's, a, that's some big news. Th that's insane. When you when you think of Lollapalooza, you're not thinking you're about, not Lorna, thinking about Lorna Shore. Yeah. Imagine how many people are going to be in that crowd and going to be like, what the fuck just happened? Exactly. What is this? Like, are we getting trolled? Is there is like a I, cameras around? I, I kind of want to go just because they're there, and I want to go mental when they're when they're on just to see what people around me. They would be the only band that I really want to see uh, exactly at, at Lollapalooza. So, anyways, the news of Lorna Shore being billed at Lollapalooza is massive for the deathcore genre, and that got me thinking: why not talk a little bit about our favorite? deathcore singers all right so i'm gonna throw a couple together you're gonna throw a couple together and then we're gonna say you know uh, you know we're gonna speak our mind in terms of why those are our favorite deathcore singers so i want to start off with scott lewis of carnifex now i've met the dude i've interviewed the dude so those are two fucking phenomenal reasons if i've ever seen them but i absolutely love his vocal range and i love this vocal range before I saw them live, and then after seeing them live at Heavy Montreal back in 2019, I, I got even a much bigger appreciation for what he can do vocally. It has a great power, great range, great technique, and it, I just absolutely love everything that he does vocally. He's just, he's just a great vocalist, period. Regardless if you consider Carnifex a deathcore band or not. I know some people don't see them as a deathcore band. Some people see them as a deathcore band. Some people don't want to label them as a deathcore band. To me, they still are within that genre. They just kind of broadened the horizons of what that genre used to be. And he's a phenomenal, phenomenal vocalist from head to toe. The guy just fucking delivers. On record or live, I absolutely love the guy. What do you think about him? He's pretty good. I mean, I also saw him live with you at uh, Heavy Montreal. Um... I, I agree with everything you said. I mean, Carnifex is one of those bands that when it comes to deathcore, I'm not really a big fan of deathcore bands in general, but if they're able to tweak something here or there to, um, to kind of broaden the deathcore name, uh, I, I I end up really enjoying that band just because it's different, mm -hmm. you know? And they're one of those bands, and he's a main factor in that difference. I agree with you 100%. Now, on your, on your side of the list, who do you got? Okay, I got to start with, obviously, Lorna Shore... Lead, vo lead vocal of uh, Will Ramos. Yeah, the I guys. Mean, I mean, I feel like that was a two. That was a two for here. I, I feel like all the names that we're gonna bring up, we all, both of us equally appreciate exactly. all, all of them. But but I had to, you know. I, I give you that one. We're also staying on topic here with them playing a Lollapalooza. But yeah, his voice is incredible. I mean, his range is immaculate. The guy. Can can when you when you watch the videos of him doing just the what are they called the the vocal playthroughs the vocal playthroughs you see his jaw you see his head, you see the veins the, in the his veins head? in his head you see how much work he's actually putting in to get that sound but yet he does it so effortlessly like like it's just like us talking right now exactly 
Uh, I mean, it should be a props. case study. You know, like they, they should take this guy and like to to a to a scientific room with Put scientists around yeah. around them. You know, like you know, like they do in preseason before the the soccer season gets started, where they check your heart rate and all of these things. Yeah, they have yeah. you running on the treadmill. They should do all of that shit to this guy to find out exactly where does he get it from, because his delivery is absolutely phenomenal. His vocals are phenomenal. And let's not kid ourselves here. He's one of the main reasons why Lorna Shore is as big as they currently are. Yeah. I, I have no doubt about you know, that. Conspiracy theory, I do think that he has a couple souls inside of him other than his own. And then oh, whenever, like Polter guys? And then, no, he's like Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the, whenever whenever his uh, his voice switches up a little bit, the harsh vocals, it's a different soul. All right. Okay. I, I You know what? I, I wouldn't put it past him. For, for a guy with the body size that he has... The vocal delivery is out of this if world. If you saw him on the streets, you wouldn't think that... Never. And if you see him just talking normally, it's not like... Exactly. It's not like you get an idea that he has this kind of power inside of him. So, absolutely incredible. The next one on my list I have is CJ from Die Art is Murder. Not only the guy has a great voice, very powerful voice. Uh, Die Art is Murder is actually one of the first deathcore bands that I really fall in love with. I've never been a huge fan of the genre, but they definitely opened the door for me as far as taking my first steps into that genre. So not only he's a great vocalist in a band that's a staple within the genre, his presence on stage is fucking phenomenal. This guy rocks the stage. He controls the audience. He controls the crowd. He's the center of attention when you're watching Die Artist Murder. The guy just has a larger-than-life personality, persona, and he seems to be, I've never met him, but he seems to be a great dude, really down-to-earth, fun guy that just wants to have a great time. And I love everything about that. When I think about a frontman, when I think about a singer in deathcore, I kind of want my singer to have all of these things. I don't want them to just be able to obviously sing, deliver, but you're going to see the band eventually play live. You want them to have this stage presence that's larger than life, that takes control of everything that is happening, that you're focusing on them for the whole duration of their set. CJ from Die Artist Murder definitely does that. What do you think about CJ? Dude, CJ, I feel like uh, Die Artist Murder is also one of the first bands I listened to deathcore-wise. Uh, definitely not one of the ones I fell in love with right away. It took me a while. But... Um, yeah, I, I I I agree with you. I mean, every time you've kind of shown me a song, I've slowly and slowly gotten more into them. Uh, especially vocal-wise, it was, it, I guess it was harder in the beginning because I wasn't really into deathcore. Mm -hmm. But uh, over some time listening, I've gotten more used to the deathcore vocals, and I can agree, his vocals are really really good. I think if you are an aspiring vocalist. In terms of being in a deathcore band, he's probably the best guy to emulate. He's one of the best. Off yeah. the bat, like you're not gonna be a Will Ramos. You know, you know what I'm saying? Definitely not. You're not gonna be a, a, a Scott Lewis from Carnifex. You know what I mean? It's, or my next one. Or your next one. Those guys are very hard for you to emulate. You can look up to them in terms of like one day I, I want to have that in my repertoire. But I don't think that's exactly where you want to have your starting point because I think you're gonna be so disappointed that you're just going to quit halfway through. CJ has an approach that perhaps is a little bit, not easier to emulate, but at least easier for you to try to bring yourself closer to. So if, because of that, I really feel like he deserves to be mentioned as one of the top deathcore vocalists. Last but not least, who you got on your list? Joe from Fit for an Autopsy. I mean, you you were using uh, Diarder's Murder as always oh, your first love of deathcore. Well, these guys were mine. Uh, Fit for an Autopsy have been my first love from death, for Deathcore. But not just that, they've been one of my top, like... Favorite bands, period. Favorite bands, period. I mean, top, like, most listened to throughout 
all platforms I listen to. So since back in the day in 2017. Exactly. And you know, nice guy. Um, I love the band. The, like each one of them are amazing musicians, but his vocals. Um, I think throughout the last two albums, actually, he's been able to really. He's gotten better. He's gotten better. Yeah, way better. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. His last, his the last stuff was good, but I think he's evolved. And no, like, he's definitely with every record that he's released with Fit for an Autopsy, he's become a better vocalist. Yeah, I think the last two records, perhaps, is where he finally found his spot. Exactly, and, and I think he found his spot in the previous record in the Beasts album. Yeah, but now on the new record, he's just redefining or he's just reshaping what that spot needs to look like. And I think it's because of the the change of sound of the band. The band has become more of a. I don't know how to explain more of a... They're still a deathcore band, I'm, but they're just like they're expanding... They're like a melodic deathcore band now. Yeah, like... Because yeah. they have a lot more melody um, in, in the songs, but... Also, also more atmospheric as well. More atmospheric, uh, cleaner vocals, uh, I could say, from him, which his clean vocals are really nice. I mean, they're not clean, clean. They're like a, a screaming clean, but still able to keep that intensity that his harsh vocals have. And his harsh vocals are deep and have that beautiful... Gruntier. Grunt... It, it, they're my they're my uh, heavy deathcore vocals. That's what I like. Brings the pain and suffering. Exactly. And when I think of harsh vocals, he's definitely top top tier. And he's me. a great guy. And he's a great guy. The guy is awesome. Yeah, he's a great and, guy. And, you know, I am sad. You know, this whole uh, vid pandemic, we we haven't been able to see them two albums now. I, I'm really well. They haven't toured. Exactly. But I, I, I'm I'm dying, man. I'm dying to see. These guys live again because we saw them live. I think the last time back. we saw them was 2018. Yeah. Uh, 2018 or 2019? No, 2019. I think they were on tour with Hatebreed. That's the last time we saw them in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. And we saw them also back in 2017 when they were with Arch Enemy so and Tribute. It's been a while. And it's even while. then, I wasn't the hugest fan. I was still a, I was still a big fan. Yeah, but but at that time, I think you were you were still into other genres more so than the heavier stuff. So I think now watching them live, I think crazy. you're going to have a much different appreciation for their music. Even though at that time you already were a fan, but you were not as big as a fan, or at least maybe you were not as able to appreciate everything that the band had to offer as you do now. Yeah, now you know, I think I'm able to to you're, go crazy at a show. You're ready for some fit for an audience. I'm ready, dude. I'm so fucking ready. And these are, in my opinion, the, the top four. I mean, the, the two that you put forward, the two that I put forward, yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm on board with I'm all on four. Board, I'm on board with all four, too. I'm on board with all four. And I think these guys are the pinnacle when it comes to deathcore. I mean, there's a lot of other great deathcore vocalists but out there. These and four I, are all different in, their each, uh, in each way. Very unique. Very unique. Um, in vocals. terms of what they bring vocally and in terms of what they bring to the band. And a lot of the success of these four bands has really been dependent on all four of them. Yeah. So I don't I don't think we can I don't think we can detach for example Lorna Shore and their success from Will Ramos. I don't think we can detach Fit for an Autopsy's uh, success from Joe. So I, I really feel like these guys uh, have, have carried the flag not just of what who they are as vocalists but what they've done for the band. Yeah, the impact on the band cuz the band tremendous. Like a band like Fit for an Autopsy, the music is beautiful in its own dark way. But you need his vocals, you need Joe's vocals to really pack that punch and punch through the wall. And let me just say this, the reason why I, the reason I went with my two and I think the reason why you went with your two is because we looked at all of these things. There's great deathcore bands out there with great vocalists, but let's face the facts, those bands and those vocalists haven't had the impact or the success 
financially and in terms of touring and in terms of becoming a lot more famous, even breaking outside of the genre, as we're seeing with Lorna Shore, as these bands have had. And that's perhaps the reason why I feel like these four deserve to be in that pinnacle of deathcore vocalists. You agree? Yeah. All right, guys, let us know who your picks are. Who would be in that pinnacle of deathcore vocalists for you? Use the comment section. We'll see you guys at the next video. See ya.